This is Sylvie Curry from Ramona, California, and I'm listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Start the game! Let's go! We'll do it live. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike your match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. And welcome to the really big barbecue central show. This is the show that talks about all things important to the world of barbecue and grilling. The show originating from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame City, Bomb City, USA, Cleveland, Ohio, the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I am your program host. Greg Rempe, happy to have you aboard here on your live fire fun and frivolity show. If you feel the need to jump in on the show here this evening, here's your contact info. You can get in touch with the show by sending an email to Greg at BBQCentralShow.com or on the Twitter and Instagrams at BBQCentralShow. Anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com. And here's what's happening in case you get the newsletter coming up in about 13 minutes from now, where you would normally find a Stephen Reichlin visit because it is the third Tuesday of a month in the first hour in that first interview slot. That's where we have found Stephen Reichlin for years and years. However, if you have been following social media and you follow Weber Grills, then you would know 118 has been a big tease day all the way through these last number of weeks. So we will be joined by first-timer to the show, the new Weber Grill Master, Dustin Green, will join us. And we're going to talk all about that brand-new Genesis line that's being released. I have some things to come clean on that didn't come to fruition. I made some predictions that have failed miserably. I really thought this would be the year, but it, I guess it wasn't. Nevertheless, we will talk to Dustin about the new Genesis line, what you can expect as a potential consumer slash purchaser, features, benefits, price points, availability, all the fun stuff that you're going to want to know about. Because Weber, in my opinion, the leading grill, gas grill and charcoal grill manufacturer out there for the everyman. For the little below every man and for the little above every man. It's really a round supplier of quality grills. And they have been for decades and decades. So big fan of Weber. Always have been, always will be, unless they do something weird. But I don't anticipate that. And we will get to meet Dustin the first time. We've long known the former Weber grill master who had appeared many times on the show, Kevin Coleman. Uh, but tonight we... Meet Dustin for the first time, so we'll see how that works out. 35 past the hour, a show sponsor, somebody who was on end of November trying to get you ready to achieve your health goals in 2022. He comes back for a second visit. Now we're in 2022, right? 
So what can you do if you've either already fallen off the wagon or the wagon hasn't shown up for you yet? David McDowell, David Leans, davidleans.com slash BBQ, of course, is the website that I've been telling you about each and every week. So hit that website up, see the special deal, and then David will be on a little bit later. We'll talk about that uh, boneless leg of lamb that he cooked. If you follow him on social media, Girls Cookout, I believe, is his Instagram. That's a fun follow. You can follow him on Twitter as well. So we'll talk to David about what we should be, uh, what we should be looking at from a fitness standpoint here in 2022, guys and gals separately, or if all of us should be doing a minimum of the same thing, regardless of gender. So we'll talk to David all about that, and that'll close up the first hour. Then we'll point to the second hour. Joining me for her first of four quarterly visits, the creator and CEO of the Hardcore Carnivore. Hardcore carnivore brand and the person that pens those great recipes over JessPriles.com. Jess Priles rejoins the show first time in 2022. Not only will she be rejoining the show for the first time in 2022, as once again I have. Oh, uh oh. Oh, there it is. I forgot to start my room. Here we go. In the clubhouse. By the time I would have got there to pimp it in just a few minutes, I would have caught it then. But now I realize I'm tardy. I got to leave that up. I really have to do. Anyway, joining me from not Austin, where she would usually join me from Hardcore Carnivore headquarters, but indeed all the way on the other side of the world in Australia, Jess Pryles will be joining me. She made it back visiting family and friends for the first time in a couple of years, obviously pandemic wreaking havoc on her ability to travel, all that stuff. So we'll talk to her about how that trip is going. Small handful of days underneath the belt. We'll also talk about some other live fire topics that she has been into, or at least things that I've been observing that she's been into a lot of it on social media. A talking about some meat science stuff, educating her following her audience, but B and perhaps more importantly, and to my entertainment, taking a lot of these internet myths to task and debunking them with what? Science. Yes, of course. And we'll talk to her about what is, at least in my perception, some kind of a new mission to debunk the world of a TikTok BS and perhaps Instagram BS as well with some real-ass science letting you know what's right and what's wrong. So that'll be Jess Priles. And then closing out the show this evening, and as I did a quick research here over the last couple of weeks, a guy that has been making the rounds on a number of other barbecue and grilling related podcasts and shows or just podcasts in general. He is the creator and host of the very popular Barbecue Beat podcast, first timer to the show. Kevin Sandridge will help me close it out, the bullpen segment. So if you're not familiar with Kevin, we'll get to know a little bit about him. We'll talk about how the show came to be. And then, of course, we will dive in as two folks who cover the live fire industry in a little bit different fashions, but then again, in some similar fashions. And we'll talk about some hot topics that are going on right now and things that we might see spark up here over 2022. So that's your show, Dustin Green, Weber Grillmaster. In just a few moments, 35 past the first hour, David McDowell, 14 past the second hour, Jess Priles, and closing out the show, Kevin Sandridge of Barbecue Beat. Don't forget, you can follow me socially if you would care to. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat, at BBQ Central Show for live video feeds. You can go to Facebook and Twitch, slash BBQ Central Show. Also, 
You can get a live video feed over on YouTube, which is slash RD Rempy. Now, I will say this right off the bat. While you're probably seeing me on all of these, I'm not able to actually fish out the traditional comments that I would see in the chat roll because Facebook and vMix are not playing together. And when they don't play together, then YouTube doesn't play together because they're all kind of playing together. So if you want to see a video and you want to see me or you want me to see your chat, then go to Twitch, twitch.tv slash BBQ Central Show. That one's working. That one always seems to be unaffected for whatever reason, as Dave, Dave's Got Beer always talks about in the chat room. I can see him. He's been in there for the last 12 minutes. So if you want to get over there and you want me to see your comments, then you will want to go over to twitch.com. I'm sorry, twitch.tv slash BBQ Central Show. Or if you would just rather an audio version of the show, go download the Clubhouse app and join me there as well. So this sparked up as the first hour was closing out and then through the second hour and then through subsequent days and emails and so forth. There appeared to be a bit of controversy during the close of Meathead's segment last week as I was asking him about his thoughts on thermostatically controlled grills and if that was something that was going to be something we would be seeing more of. And if it was, would this also be how big of a change could it be to the industry having a thermostatically controlled grill? We know of one right now. I thought there would be two, but I'm wrong on that, and I'll own up to it here in the next segment or so. But Charbroil has one that's coming to market, and his words around 3443 were, I quote, I think this is going to be a sea change. It's going to make outdoor cooking a lot more popular particularly among people who are experienced at indoor cooking, women in particular, I think this could make a huge difference in the marketplace. The close of that statement seemed to put some people off. There was some back and forth on the instant chats. And I'm going to go out on a limb here and say this. While I did my own research, I have a lot of women in my house. The house was split. There was a lot of why does Meathead not think that women know how to operate a grill that doesn't have a thermostat? I'm going to go out on a limb and say, you know, while I would never particularly single out any group of people knowingly, like if he would have left the part of especially women out, there could be no mistaking his words. If you would say indoor cooking, women and men in particular, and add men in there, I don't think we have this issue. But because women were singled out, whether it was taken the wrong way or not, nobody can tell anybody else how they feel, of course. And the way things are now, you dig in and your way or the highway, right? I don't think Meathead meant it as a specific shot to women. But people are going to feel how they want to feel. I think Beathead has given us enough history to show that he is a feminist of sorts and that he is on uh, the right side of many particular issues. And if this was taken out of context or if he meant what he said, well, that's one. But uh, I don't think he was going exactly for what some of the people were taking him to task are. Just my opinion. You're certainly able to disagree, but I think Meat has given us enough body of work here over the last decade or so to earn that from us. Anyway, Dustin Green is in the green room. 
and we will get to him here in just one second. Let me talk to you quickly about Yoder Smokers, designing and building all of their pits right here in the States and building pride through craftsmanship, world-class customer service. That's the backbone of how they've built the company. This approach translates into what can be a truly bespoke style product that elevates gatherings with friends and family. Honored to have a trusted place in the backyards of America. From pellet cookers to wood-fired offset pits and charcoal grills, consistent blue ribbon flavor has been synonymous with the Yoder Smoker's name. Make no mistake, Yoder Smoker's flavor-driven design unique to each style of pit, and their team has developed all their cooks to perform time and time again while outlasting the competition for generations to come. It's this generational thought that is rooted in their handmade products and defines the integrity of the core values. American-made quality, endless flavor, the benchmarks of Yoder Smokers. Visit them online, yodersmokers.com, and grab yours today. That's yodersmokers.com, yodersmokers.com. And we are back to talk Weber right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the number one most downloaded barbecue and grilling podcast anywhere. The Barbecue Central Show. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Show studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by the Barbecue Guru, creators of automatic temperature control technology, sellers of ceramic cookers with built-in power draft fans, and accessories to make your barbecue and grilling life easier, visit bbqguru.com for more information or call them 800-288-GURU. The Barbecue Guru continuing to be a breakthrough in barbecue technology. My first guest tonight here to talk about what is being billed as Weber's the biggest gas grill innovation in the past 15 years. This encompasses the Genesis grill line, which in my opinion is the flagship product of Weber at this point. If you haven't been seeing the tease on social the last number of weeks, then you're in for a load of info here, and I am ready to eat some crow right up front as well. When Weber's CEO doesn't come to the show, the next best thing is to round up the grill master. So let's race to the hotline and welcome first timer to the show, Dustin Green joining me. Hey, Dustin. Greg, how you doing? I am absolutely fabulous. Appreciate you making time here for the show, Dustin. And as I had said in the open, let me eat crow right off the bat. Two weeks ago, I saw a post on Twitter. There was a kind of a side shot of a Genesis gas grill. And there was a specific digital readout somewhere in the 500 degree range, I think it was. And at that point, because a week, week and a half before, Char- Charbroil rolled out their new cruise, which is thermostatically controlled grill. I said, well, by God, 2022 is going to be the year that thermostatic grills roll out in mass and Charbroil does it. So, you know, th- my opinion, you don't have to say anything. They have a lot of great concepts when the rubber meets the road. It's a little lacking most of the time, but here they're bringing one to market. And now backing that up is Weber, the player of the game, bringing a thermostatically controlled grill. Unfortunately, I'm way off base. Nevertheless, is that something that you see? happening generally speaking in the next i mean it's happening this year but do you see that being a 
a widely accepted and uh, a table stakes of sorts with all the other manufacturers? You know, innovation is one of those things with grilling. I mean, the market's really calling for it. They're looking for for ways to make life a little bit easier around the grill. And, you know, a- any way we can give people a great experience and make their life easier to put great food on the table, I mean, any- anything's possible. Is there one in the works that you know about secretly? Well, you know, I tell you, we have a lot of things in the works. It's uh, like you said, though, it's it, it's a matter of taking that concept and getting getting it right. I mean, the, the worst thing that, that somebody or a company can do is is put a concept out there. It doesn't work. And you just get dragged to the mud for it. Dustin, we haven't had you on the show before. Weber has certainly showed up uh, many times over the years in the form of Kevin Coleman. Your first time in. So if you don't mind giving us a little background professionally, personally, and then we can build into the Genesis stuff from there. Sure. Uh, I'm Weber Grillmaster. I've been on the retail side of the business about five years now. Uh, Prior to that, I was an senior executive chef with the Weber Grill Restaurants. Uh, My background's in culinary arts. Uh, I've been cooking professionally for about 20-ish years, uh, different cuisines, uh, different regions of the United States. Always had a love for backyard cooking, grilling, uh, American-style steakhouses is really where I spent a lot of my time uh, you know, honing my skills and, and Weber is just natural fit for me to, to come on board, to, you know, with my steakhouse background and in types of cuisine that I like to do. And uh, I'm based out of Chicago. I work out of our Palatine headquarters. Uh, I spend a decent amount of time traveling, doing events, experiences, functions, uh, you know, anything we can do to, to really, you know, get people involved, show people what Weber is and, and bring the grills to life. The website Weber.com, of course, and socially at Weber Grills. This is Dustin Green, the Weber Grillmaster. In your opinion, how do you define the term Grillmaster? You know, to us, a a Grillmaster is somebody that knows the ins and outs. And it's not only about grilling, but it's really about, you know, everything all-encompassing about, you know, taking something to the grill from the the concept of the makeup, like from meat science to to product to, to, to cooking to, you know, uh, you know, all the experiences involved with it. Let's go ahead and talk a little bit about the genesis of the Genesis line. One of the more common recurring uh, complaints or, or nitpicks, let's say, I hear about the Genesis over the last handful of years is it doesn't get nearly as hot as those original units, like with the wood side shells, the controllers were off to the side, you had that dial off to the right A frame, and the burners ran left and right or east and west instead of all the other ones that went front to back. Eventually, Weber graduates to front to back. Why not stick with the left to right? If that was giving you heat, then nobody was complaining about that. But then a recurring complaint post is just doesn't seem to get hot enough. Why not go back to something that works? Well, I mean, if we look at the the makeup of a grill, and, and not to say anybody's right or wrong, but if the evolution of cooking, you know, and we had the burners, and you're right, I want to say it was like 07, 08, they were running, you know, horizontal across the grill. And, you know, think about the things you're cooking. You know, there's certain items that you just can't get into that grill to try to set up an indirect zone if your burners are running that way. And I understand, and we understand, people think, you know, my grill can do 700 degrees, I need to cook at 700 degrees. And that's not always the case. It it, it just isn't. I mean, if you take a two inch thick ribeye or a New York or something thicker, you put it on the grill at at 700 degrees, you're going to have a thermal event. And, you know, it it goes back to what are you cooking? What temperatures do you need to cook it at? And and just because something can do it, it's it's like a Corvette, just a a fast car, just because it can go 150 miles an hour. It doesn't mean you need to take it 150 miles an hour. 
I love the term thermal event, which means you're going to burn the shit out of your food as it sits there on the grill. Or you're going to have a Pittsburgh, which is uh, from a guy from Cleveland, isn't too fancy, and uh, things that we don't like uh, rhyme with Pittsburgh. Uh, Spring 2022 is going to be the latest refresh or revamp or whatever you want to call it for the Genesis line that hits the market. So if you don't mind telling us about the new Genesis and what we can expect as a potential consuming base. Well, I mean, we took the the classic, uh, you know, features of the Genesis, and we really tried to take them up to the next level. Uh, you know, we worked in what we're calling a Weber crafted outdoor kitchen collection. New series of accessories have a built-in frame kit, uh, six or seven different accessories from a roasting basket, a wok, a rotisserie skewer, flat top, it, and, and a couple other pieces. You know, we're, what we're really trying to do is, you know, bring that kitchen to the outdoors, and, and that's worked into this grill. Uh, we have our integrated Weber Connect which is the, the, the cook-assisted uh, thermometer built into the programs itself. You know, it has cook programs, it has timers, it has, you know, ways to help people, you know, be more comfortable with, with grilling in general. Uh, proprietary, we're calling pure, pure blue high heat burners. And this is with the protruding ports. Uh, helps with, uh, you know, some of the grease management, helps with like a nice clean flame. Uh, you know, we added those in. Extra large C station, so we made it a little bit bigger. So we talk about that high heat. Somebody's looking for that extra heat that they want. Well, you want it. Here it is. It's an extra burner that's built in. Uh, large prep and serve table. So we've made the tables uh, a little bit larger, the right-hand side. We've made it wider. We've made it longer. It holds a cutting board now. It has definitely more space for working. You know, it's a great added feature. Uh, our night vision motion-sensored lights so you open the lid up and now we have these lights they go from the side tables all the way to the grates you know beautiful illuminates everything you want to cook at night does an incredible job and then uh last feature we talk about is an expandable top cooking grate so we've taken that back cooking grate that we have back there and we've made it double the size you want to do tomahawk ribeyes you want to do baked potatoes you want to have an extra added zone of cooking this does it so now you have your whole grill itself you know, the base grill on the grates. And now you have an added layer up top that we've done. So it's, I mean, it's a, just a ton more cooking space. In the past, there's been a number of different Genesis models. Have you or Weber gone to thin the herd a little bit and, and you know, still have some options, but not as many? I mean, get it a little confusing being the guy who sells trucks during the day. Peterbilt used to have a number of different uh, model numbers and some of them just differentiated between hood size and it became very confusing. And then five years ago, they said, you know what, this is really out of whack. And they started trimming out a whole bunch of model numbers. Is that similar to Weber? They make it a little bit more uh, user or consumer friendly. You know, we're, we're still streamlined into our three and four burner models. You know, within that though, we do have like a tech model and a non-tech model. We have a stainless steel model. We have a non-stainless. So, you know, somebody's looking to add that like added color flair that they like, you know, whether it's the blue or, you know, some of the other stuff. Um, and then there's just a couple more options. Like when, you know, if you go for like a tech model, well, then there's an added, uh, you know, storage on the left side, bottom of the, uh, by the cabinet doors. So, and it really, all the numbers are, of models is really depending on what a consumer wants. You know, we're really trying to cover the gamut for everybody. What are we looking at price point wise? And I would imagine that, you know, to me, the iconic Weber gas grill is three or four burners, but it's that black. It's not that I don't associate stainless steel with, I mean, that looks pretty and all that stuff, but to me, it's that black and stainless wrap that really catches my attention. So what are we looking at price point wise? 
Uh, MSRP, we're looking at 1049 up to about 2149 So where does that fit, in your opinion, where does that fit in the market for you guys? And then how does that compare to what else is out there from some of the other manufacturers? You know, for us, if I look at the market, I mean, we're we're where we should be. I mean, for from a price point, I mean, we're delivering a great quality product grill. It's got a 12-year warranty on it. It's going to last. I mean, if you look at it and you break it down from a standpoint of saying, okay, what's my expectation of the longevity of this? It doesn't break down to that much. So, and compared to others, you know, I, I can't speak for for what the other companies do in in terms of what their their expectation is of of say a lifetime or even a, a consumer experience. Because I know what we're delivering. I know we're delivering a quality product, and and it's a premium gas grill. You know, in the long run, it's that's what it is. When you're putting all this together and you're having meetings, is there some way to figure out what an average lifespan of a grill could be? Well, it, it, and it's that's actually a great question, Greg. And, it, and it's hard because the, depending on where somebody's lives, how often they cook, what are they putting on it? I mean, there's just so many different elements that come into play uh, that can affect uh, the different, you know, the makeup of the parts and that kind of stuff. But you know, for a regular user, that's going to take care of it. That's going to clean it. That's going to do regular maintenance on it. And it's going to make it a long time. One of the things that I noticed as I'm going through Weber's website and I look through some other people that maybe got some uh, leaked out information or whatever they were talking a lot about. Uh, this is what the grill looks like. You can get a smart version. You can get not a smart version, three, four. They all seem to come with that sear burner now. That's not an option. That's Regardless of whatever you're going to get, it's going to have one, so that's going to amp up the power as well. They were talking a lot about accessories. This is the year that Weber is going to tie in, like Big Green Eggs ties in with a lot of their accessories or some of the other cookers. So you have that... Uh, sear grate, you have a griddle option, you have a walk option. Was there a concerted effort this year to bring that whole encompassing, let's, I don't want to use the word trapped, but let's make sure we're a one-stop solution for everybody. It's not just the grill, and then you're going to go to three or four other manufacturers for all this other aftermarket stuff. You want to own it all in-house. Well, and, and that's the great part with the genesis of, of having all these different accessories of, you know, you, you talk about is we want people, you know, for me, I want to be outside. I love being outside. You live in Cleveland. I live in Chicago. It, it's 10 degrees outside, but guess what? I'm still going to go outside and grill. And, and that's the beautiful part with these accessories is it really takes anything you can do in that kitchen and it takes it outside. And, you know, grilling just, it, it adds great flavor to your food. It's a great experience and, and all everything else that goes with it. And, you know, that's what we're trying to do. We're just trying to have people have a good time, make some great food and, and enjoy their families and friends. When you talk about tech on a grill now, 10 years ago, a lead into that sentence, that would have never happened. Tech on a grill. It was almost like blasphemous. You were going to pitch logs. You were going to light charcoal. And the argument was, how are you going to light the charcoal? Charcoal chimney. You're going to do it on propane or you're going to use lighter fluid. But now it's like, I don't have an app. That could be a strike against. Maybe somebody's not going to consider the grill that doesn't have uh, tech. When you're putting all this stuff, the features, the benefits, and starting to get into production, how much does tech go into part of this whole sales process? Do you feel like people are really using it, or do you really feel like we, we have to offer it, but in the end, the majority of people aren't going to use it. They just feel good that it's there. If they want to use it, they can. 
No, I mean, we know people are using it. I mean, we we, inter- we interact with them on a pretty daily basis, and you know, we know what programs they're they're asking for in terms of cook programs. We know they've been asking us for recipes, which our latest update of our uh, the Connect software just I, I think we are, we let out. 120 or so different recipes for uh, across the gamut of different meats and foods and and stuff there is a demand for it and you know as much as there's going to be a, a small portion of people out there that do probably hold out on on tech and they're like oh that's not for me we all know that's the way the world's going right now though it's it's in the long run it's what's going to be there production wise are you guys running into any issues with supply chain or being able to deliver, I know it said spring of 2022, but are there any more firm dates than that? Or are you dealing with some logistic issues and, and other items? Uh, you know, I'd say we're, we're about like everybody else out there right now is we're, we're dealing with some logistical issues. We're dealing with the, the natural supply chain issues that are going on in the world. And we're doing our best to get our, get our products to market as, as everybody else is in a timely manner. And, and, you know, we appreciate everybody's patience with it. Can we give a better date than spring of 2022 or we're just going to leave it there at the moment and then when other things are more pinpointable, you'll release them that way? Yeah, we should wait. I I honestly don't even have a date for you. Fair enough. So spring of 2022 it is for now. Let me ask you one last question. I appreciate the time tonight. This is totally off the board, but there's currently a lawsuit between Traeger and Green Mountain Grills on a couple of infringement issues on what else? Tech, of course. So what it comes down to at the moment is that uh, Traeger says Green Mountain Grill has infringed or perhaps there was even a ruling that they're infringing on two portions and it basically says they have an app. It's You can control the grill through the app. There's some kind of a cloud system. Traeger says they, they own that technology, whatever the case may be. Depending on how this thing shakes out on or before April 6th, which I think is when that trade commission is supposed to rule, if Traeger's supported here and Green Mountain Grills doesn't get the result that they want, my concern is, well, A, I love Green Mountain Grill. They've been a longtime supporter of this show, and Jason Baker and everybody over there is fabulous, so I would hate to see that happen. But then there's a bigger picture here. Weber has a pellet cooker that is controlled by an app. Uh, Mac has one. Pit Boss has one. Yoder has one. It seems like now, if you don't have app connectivity and capabilities to control the cooker, you're well out of the game or you're just living under a rock. Have you guys talked about that at all? Like, depending on how this lawsuit rolls out, how that could affect just the industry in general? You know, I, I can really only speak to Weber, you know, in general with our tech and we, we have patents on our tech and honestly, I can't speak to anybody else's IPs or, or how they handle their business. Um, uh, that's probably the best I can do. Would you think that that would be a shame if that were to happen? Generally speaking? Well, I mean, it, it's, uh, you know, everybody's trying to, it's a tough market. Let's just put it that way. And everybody's looking at what's the next best thing and, and how do they, how do they do it? And, uh, you know, like I said, our, our tech is patented. We, we got a great June OS that we're working with, with our, with our people. And we're always looking at ways to, to, you know, run updates with, with what we have and, and what we're doing. Dustin, what should we be eating this week for dinner? You know, it's, yeah, you know, for me, I'm always, I'm a steak guy. You know, my kids love steak. I, I'm a skirt steak person, real simple. 
salt, pepper, and even if uh, my my kids love it with a little bit of uh, teriyaki glaze on it. You a lamb guy? Not a huge lamb person. Really? No. Yeah. You were working in the Weber uh, Weber restaurants. I did. I, uh, I I worked for the Weber restaurants for about five years. That was one of my. Uh, I had a piece of a meathead took me out to the one downtown. Mm, there's probably more than one, but he took me one uh, to one out there. And uh, that was like my first bite of lamb ever. My real lamb experience came a little later in life when I fell in love with it. But the first piece was off of one of those huge stainless Weber kettles that those uh, Weber restaurants have, which is just a, a incredible sight to see happening in operation. What's it like working on those in a commercial setting? You know, it's an incredible grill. It's it's really it's it's a it's a commercialized ranch kettle. The, the thing holds forty pounds of charcoal at a time. They'll they'll bust up to eighteen hundred degrees of, of convection heat, and uh, it, it's one of those grills where you don't stand in front of it when you open the lid because it's rolling such heat that you you open the lid so that you kind of stand to the side <laughs> and you just let that that convection heat blow past you because if it hits you, it, it'll take your eyebrows off fast. Oh. No doubt about it. Uh, so. it's, it's certainly a sight to see if you haven't seen it. Stop by a Weber restaurant and see those commercial kettles in operation. This is Dustin Green, the Weber Grill Master. Webergrill.com is the website and be on the lookout for the new Genesis. Dustin, really appreciate getting to know you a little bit and giving us all the insight on that new Genesis line. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for having me. You got it. There he is right there. Dustin Green from Weber Grills, the Weber Grill Master. So if that has interested you, make sure that you keep up. Sign up for newsletters, follow them on social. So when the release dates hit, if you're in the market for a grill, you like what you heard. Accessories. I know everybody likes accessories. Live Fire people love accessories. The grill ends up being the least expensive part, right? You buy all the accessories. All of a sudden, you're in more than the grill costs. They got the sear. Great. Just diamond pattern so you don't have to get your flips in correctly the walk which is interesting to me i meant to ask him about the sideburn i've always been a little skittish on the sideburns but maybe next time that was dustin green first time in weber grill master let me talk to you quickly about primo grills before we get to david mcdowell what do we really love about ceramic cooks we love that they are fuel efficient we love that you can achieve low and slow temperatures for traditional barbecue meats. We also love that you can get rip-roaring high heat temperature for grilling steaks and other thin cuts. But what's missing in the everyday lineup of ceramic cookers? The real ability to do true two-zone cooking. Two-zone cooking, very important for both professional and backyard cooks. The best way to manage a fire with confidence. However, getting a two-zone fire and a round ceramic cooker, not very realistic. Why? Because it's round. Enter Primo and their game-changing oval design. The shape gives you the ability to execute a true two-zone setup that you desire. It also gives you the other ceramic grill benefits as well. Really, when you break it down, there are more than 60 different ways to cook on the Primo cook. So you're only limited by your culinary imagination. Get the new lift hinge. Get the new air dampers. Get the new Primo grill rotisserie. I've seen that Primo grill pizza accessory the other day. It is very smooth. So check it all out. Only sold through dealers. Go to primogrill.com, find a dealer near you, visit them, see what it's all about, and then get the best one that fits for you. Here's the bottom line. Best ceramics in the biz. Yep. Patented technology, of course. True two-zone cooking capabilities. I just told you that. Multiple sizes. Of course, if you just have to have a round one because you can't get out of your head, 
They have those as well, but consider the Oval for Pete's sake. Visit primogrill.com for a dealer near you or check them out on Facebook and Instagram. Primogrill.com, the website, and we are back with David McDowell. Stick around. We'll be right back. Stern, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by CookandPellets.com, your number one source for wood pellets for all your pellet-driven cookers. Visit CookandPellets.com to purchase or see what other products they have that can add flavor to your food. My next guest came at the end of November for the first time to help you get motivated to make some lifestyle and health changes here in 2022. Well, guess what? 2022 is here, and we are already halfway through January, if you can believe it. What have you done to better yourself? Anything? I'm guessing many of you have already fallen off the wagon because they didn't set themselves up right from the start, but we can change it right here, right now. We go ahead and hit the hotline. And welcome the CEO of Do Wellness, the official fitness uh, fitness partner of the Barbecue Central Show, David McDowell, joining me once again. Hey, David. Hey, Greg. How you doing? I am absolutely fabulous. Appreciate you making time for the show again. So before we get into people helping themselves, if they haven't done that yet, I just wanted to check in and see how the holiday season went for you and if you were... A, a good boy and got everything you wanted and uh, how you get through the holiday season because really at the end of the year, it could be a gluttonous number of weeks. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, thank you for asking. You know, Christmas, uh, well, the holidays, you know, for me it was Christmas. For everybody else, you know, whatever it was, uh, I was a good boy this year. Uh, I heard you talking with the last guests about barbecue accessories and I cross my fingers every year hoping to get some cool stuff for my grill and sure enough, Santa delivered once again for me. So this year, uh, the biggest accessory that I got is something I've been wanting for a while. A lot of guys seem to have is the, uh, the slow and sear, you know, that thing, it's the slow and sear is one of, I can't believe, well, I can believe that it's as popular as it has been, but when you look at it, you're like, wow, how am I not the guy that thought about the slow and sear? Well, lo and behold, Dave Parrish, I've known for a number of years, he was on the show Many, many, many years ago. In fact, we're working on a cool. segment to get him back on the show to talk about all the improvements because he's went from that particular piece, which you love and have seen for a long time. Now you're an owner, but now he has grills and other accessories on top of it. So he's really built quite a live fire business, but the slow and sear is great. What do you love most about it? About the slow and sear? Well, I don't think I've used the Weber without using the slow and sear since getting it. So I've, oh. I've fired it up since I got it around Christmas and it's been two weeks now. So I've fired up the Weber at least three or four times since the new year uh, or since Christmas rather. But uh, yeah, it just, I don't have to, usually I'll, I'll, I'll have to tinker around. I'll grab my, I've got some outside tongs. I don't know if everybody does that. I've got some outside tongs and I don't bother to clean. I move, I move around charcoal and I, it's a lot easier than, than having to clean them off. So I usually would have to dump my charcoal and then kind of like kind of pile them up in the corner. Cause I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not a painter. I just dump it in real quick and then I move it where I want to. 
the with the Sloan here. It's all right there. So you know, I don't have to worry about anything. Two zone cooking, just like that. David McDowell joining me here on the show. The website, of course, davidleans.com slash BBQ. If you are a barbecue right. lover and you're looking to uh, do a little bit better from a health standpoint, hit that website, take advantage of that special deal that's going on right now that we've been telling you about. David, are you a cheat guy from time to time? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a cheat guy from time to time. Um, I've got a terrible sweet tooth. <laughs> What about holding the standard? Um, I've been mm -hmm. hearing a lot about standards and making a standard mm -hmm. for yourself mm -hmm. and then holding yourself accountable. Are you somebody that lives by uh, creating a standard or is there a mantra? What do you think works best for you? That's a great way of putting it, actually, because <clears throat> I've been a proponent for a long time. Whenever I tell, you know, first I told myself and then I told my, my friends and my loved ones that that cared and now i tell my clients you're you're playing with the law of averages you know if 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 you do something you need to set it into motion you need to keep doing it and you know whether it's taking a walk every so often every you know every day you walk you know five thousand extra steps or eight thousand total steps whatever it is or maybe you start going to the gym two days a week three days a week whatever small thing that you're implementing um that, that needs to become the standard. And that's why people opt to avoid diving full bore into changing their entire lives. Whether, you know, whether you're doing it with the best intentions or, or you've got everything perfectly aligned, when you upend your life, it's hard to keep, like you said, that standard. You're gonna have a hard time maintaining something that's 100% brand new. So what I always recommend is, you know, chip away at it. Like, you know, like, like, a, like a sculptor, I mean, you are both the marble, and the sculptor you need to go at it slowly you need to do it uh intentionally and you need to do it most importantly sustainably because the name of the game is staying on track and when you stay on track you can keep momentum and those things build upon each other and from there you know the train picks up speed david mcdowell joining us here on the show so not only are you a guy who is into fitness and willing to help us also achieve those goals you're somebody that fires up the cooker, you're, looks like you're making some great food, oh, yeah. and you're also eating barbecue, which I think people feel like oh, yeah. they need to divorce themselves from that if they're going to maintain a healthy lifestyle, which isn't the case. You made some outstanding-looking lamb a few weeks ago, and uh, I'm a uh, not a, a new lover of lamb, but compared to being 47 and have only found it maybe four or five years ago and then uh, fell in love, uh, what do you love about mm -hmm. lamb, and uh, how did you prepare what you shared on social media. By the way, you're, uh, is it Earl's Cookout on Instagram or something? Yeah, Earl's Cookout. That's yeah. that's where I post all the meat. <laughs> yeah, you got to you got to give him a follow on Instagram if you uh, love to see some great barbecue meat and process. Uh, Earl's Cookout is the follow for you. But how did you go about doing that lamb? Yeah, the lamb uh, I picked up a a few months ago. Maybe uh, it's been in the back of the freezer, a boneless leg of lamb. So I let that thaw for. About a day and a half didn't take very long. It wasn't very big, maybe five pounds. Um, I didn't trim any of the fat off or anything like that. I just took it out of the cryo back, uh, dried it. Uh, and from there, I dry brined it in just basic salt and pepper, uh, some kosher salt. And uh, about half an hour before it went on, uh, I think I may have made a video of that part. I put in, I, I rubbed it with some crushed up garlic, some fresh rosemary, uh, some thyme. So just very basic flavors that 
from my understanding, uh, you'll really let the lamb flavor sing. Mm. You know, just put it on there. And then I made sure to pick up some cherry wood for the cook. Uh, and that's why I put on top, actually underneath my charcoal in the slow and sear. Really convenient. Another bonus. I don't have to worry about messing around with my wood. Uh, but that cooked for two and a half hours almost at 275 until 140 internal. And it was a beautiful medium rare. It was, I let it sit for about 15 minutes and I, I made myself. I, I really, that's the last time I had a cheat. I'll tell you that. Cause I, I had four gyros. I made myself four gyros. Um, and I had, you know, all the pita bread and all the, all the stuff that comes with it. I, I really couldn't get enough of it, but that was, it was really incredible. Are you a, a rack of lamb guy too, or just a leg of lamb or all lamb doesn't matter? Um, yeah, I'm an equal opportunity lamb consumer for sure. Is there a difference in flavor between, I haven't had leg of lamb. I'm asking for selfish mm-hmm. reasons, but uh, a, I don't think I have a really good uh, access point to get leg of lamb, um, where I do mm-hmm. on the rack portion of it. But flavor-wise, is it roughly the mm-hmm. same, or are there some differences? I'll tell you, I've only cooked rack of lamb once, and I've done the leg maybe maybe three times. This most recent time being uh, by far the best I've ever done with it, and that's part of the fun. I mean, to me, I'm always tweaking things, and I, I know the last time I made a leg of lamb. It wasn't half as good as this one, and the rack of lamb I made was over over a year ago, and it was it it was okay. Um, but I, I I know there's room for improvement there. So um, I'll tell you to to maybe console our friend Malcolm Reed on that because that's where I got the lamb recipe that I wound up using. All right, fair enough. I can talk to him the first of every month, and we'll uh, talk about lamb the next time he's on. We're talking with David McDowell, DavidLeans.com/slash/bbq. The website. So this man can cook, obviously, so follow him at Earl's Cookout on Instagram. But let's talk a little bit uh, about what we want to tonight, which is getting people on their health journey and set them up for success. In the read, Mm -hmm. when we talk about setting up for success, at least before the turn of the year, we were talking about a time frame of four to six weeks in advance of the new year can get you three to times ten more successful in achieving your goals Mm -hmm. or at least starting out the right way. So now that that time frame has passed. We are into 2022. What can we do now to get on track to be successful? Well, the presumption is that you know we've been trying in the first place to uh, implement some some habits in that first six weeks. If not, if we're starting over, or you know, if we're just now starting, uh, it's just just like you always start. You start with something small. But if you've gone the fir- the last few weeks, you know, starting to get your train moving, so to say building up some momentum. And, you know, by now, certainly there've been times where, you know, you, you've created something or you may have, you may have slipped, you may have fallen off. Um, once now that you've got a few things under your belt and then things are starting to become habit, um, there are a few things that you can do to help yourself stay there. Um, and if you, it, and it really just, just, it just takes maybe one thing that sticks with you, uh, so that you can carry it forward. Some things that I recommend, um, if you find it easy, uh, find a way to track what is you're eating by writing it in your phone, uh, writing it in a in a notebook. Not not dissimilar to something like this, just a little book that you have. Uh, <clears throat> you can use one of those. You know, they've got so many fitness apps now that allow you to track exactly what you're eating. Um, if you want to go all the way into that, that's certainly an option. Um, the two I know of off the top, actually I know three off the top of my head, 
there's my fitness pal there's uh there's lose it and uh, i think chronometer is the other, you have a third one that's got a lot of micronutrients and stuff like that if you really want to get into the nitty-gritty um you know introducing things that may, you might find interesting or just keep your mind on the goal um like something that you would need to track every day like your food um is a good way to keep your mind on task and on target uh, because you really want to reduce the friction between you and reaching whatever goal it is that you've set for yourself whether it's to lose you know 10 pounds of fat or to look better this summer than last summer whatever your goals are uh you don't want us <laughs> regardless uh next thing that you can do that is really actionable um and this depends on your household depends on the people you live with uh is if you struggle with any particular foods and you know i'm gonna blow some people's minds here just don't have it in the house if you can't all <laughs> right silly but if, if it's if it's within arm's reach you're you're doing yourself again a disservice by by allowing yourself that access it's so much harder knowing that your favorite snack is right there whether it's pork rinds cookies uh cake uh I, i'm a chocolate uh you know <laughs> person so I, I i go after chocolate we hardly have any in the house because i'll eat it it's not it's not really complicated I know I'll eat it, so I don't keep that crap in the house. And you know, of course, it's not crap; it's food for the soul. But only so often. And and that's you know, coming out of the holiday season. That's I think we talked last time. You you need to make a special occasion an actual special occasion. That's why holiday food is so amazing. That's why you can have two plates of mac and cheese. Your grandma made those cookies. You better damn well eat them. Like then you need to get back to caring for yourself. This 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 momentum that you're trying to build in the beginning of the year. Um, you treat yourself like somebody that you're caring for. I've seen already in my life people that have had a past or that are aging that, you know, I'm, I'm, I can't be alone here. People in, in your world, I'm sure, you wish they would take care of themselves. You wish they would do X, Y, Z. You wish they'd eat less salt. You wish they'd walk more. You wish they'd move more, things like that. It's you need to treat yourself like one of those people that you give a damn about. David, if I'm listening right now or I'm listening later in podcast, I go to davidleans.com slash BBQ. What am I going to get? Because I imagine that taking the step is big enough to ask someone for help. And that's great. You've admitted to yourself that you need something more than yourself to help you down this journey, but probably don't have the direction on where to go after they make contact with you. So how does it really work once you sign up? It really is highly individual, but most people will get, well, everybody will get the same start uh, where we have an open conversation at the, at the start, whether you're comfortable talking on, you know, whatever video platform you want. Uh, you know, I've got all of them. We can have a phone conversation. Uh, email works for some people, but uh, at the very beginning, there's really just to help me get an idea. The easiest thing that we will usually do is an, a general audit. It goes back to what I said earlier about tracking what you eat you give me the information of what you tend to eat and we'll, we'll we'll juxtapose that with you telling me what you want out of the experience most people simply want to lose fat but you know like it, it's, it's not that simple for some people some people you know want to look good for their wedding i've got my, my newest client is a good friend of mine 
um, it's not for the wedding necessarily, but he just got engaged and he wants to actually add size. He's a, he's a skinny guy. So, you know, we'll have that conversation and we'll set a plan for a realistic goal. Um, and we'll check in literally every week. Um, if that's too much for you, you know, uh, you can still be a client, but I'm, I'm telling you, you're going to get results by checking in every single week. And when you do that, uh, you're going to give me photographs. You're going to give me your weight. Um, hopefully, if you can, in the same location and lighting every single time, it's not comfortable. You know, it's not if you've never done anything like that before, if you're not comfortable with your body and if you're hiring a, a weight loss coach, there's a chance you might not be comfortable with your body. Yeah. But, you know, having somebody that you're accountable to, so a neutral party, which is for some people the most important thing because they, they're not going to get the judgment. They're just going to get actionable uh, instruction. So when you check in weekly and we have a dialogue, whether again, it's a video chat, text messaging, email, you can always reach out to me between the check-ins to say, hey, hey, I've got this work thing. I've got this work luncheon. It's going to be at a bar. Here's the menu. What, what should I be having? You know, because life happens, life comes at you, you know, you've got, like I just mentioned, you've got meetings or birthday parties and stuff like that, you know, you need to be prepared. And if you don't know how to prepare, you're going to be caught between a rock and a hard place and wind up doing something that's going to be damaging, damaging to yourself long term, damaging to your longevity. Um, and you're going to miss out on an opportunity to improve yourself. Before I let you go, and I appreciate diving in on that, what you would get if uh, if you sign up. What's this barbecue diet podcast you have going on that I'm hearing about? <laughs> yeah. Um, last year, I picked up, I started my own podcast entitled Simply the Barbecue Podcast, uh, where I just talk about things that I've been eating, or mainly cooking, and subsequently, obviously, eating. Um, and combining that with things that I'm seeing, whether it be in media, social media, out in the world, uh, that, that make me, that can connect to, uh, general just tips for, for, for weight loss, whether that's mindset, whether that's, uh, avoiding the standard American diet, very easy to, uh, to summarize it's SAD avoid being sad. You know, it's, <laughs> it's very simple because, you know, the, the standard American diet consists of 70%, uh, processed foods. Uh, and shockingly enough, if you eat the standard American diet, you're going to look like the standard American. Yeah. It ain't cute. You don't want that. We want to be looking forward uh, to improving ourselves. So uh, the reason I started the podcast is just to give myself another outlet to just inform people. Um, I'm not great with it yet, uh, but I did just start a video component. So the entire last season, I suppose, from last year, I have 10 episodes. If you want to go back, um, listen to, I talk about things I've been cooking, uh, how I've been cooking them. So it's just, it's barbecue, my process. Um, and then just a lot of you know, tips and, and just ideas about how to take care of yourself better. Uh, it's usually going to come in the form of uh, diet, but I'm thinking about introducing some, just if people are wondering some exercise tips. Um, but it's, it's, it's a mentality thing. Mostly it's getting your mind right and making yourself aware of the culture of consumption that we live in you you are surrounded and tempted constantly and you need to be aware that's one of the tenets of 
my book, uh, Follow the Rules, the last chapter, the fifth rule is to see the culture of consumption around you. You can't do anything about it. You and I can't do anything about it. We're not, we're not there, but we can inform our circle and we can do our best where we are to make conscious, smart health decisions as far as what we're putting in here. We have these hands. We are in control. It's up to us to put the right stuff in. At the end of the day, it's that simple. The Barbecue Diet Podcast is what we're talking about at the moment, but you can visit the website davidleans.com slash bbq, sign up, and you can partner with David to have him help you get you on your best health result here in 2022. David, always appreciate the time. Great conversation as always, and we'll do it again soon. Thank you, Greg. Look forward to it. Thank you for having me on. You got it. There he is, David McDowell right there. Hit it up. Come on. You know you want to look a little bit better. You know you need a little help. David's not there to judge you. He's just there to help you. He wants to help you. Perhaps more than anybody in your family can say. Maybe they don't want to help you. David wants to help. DavidLeans.com slash BBQ. Sign up and check it out. Right, let me talk to you quickly about Green Mountain Grill before we head to the second hour. A choice line and a prime line. Go to a dealer near you. GreenMountainGrill.com is the website. Find the dealer, then visit. See all of the different lines they have. Pick the right one. Take it home. You're going to be fully educated at the dealer's portion. And then you can have success right off the bat. If you want something portable, might I suggest the Trek Grill. Wood pellet fired. You're not sacrificing a huge amount of capacity with portability. Fits in the back of most trucks, vans, and SUVs, so away you go. GreenMountainGrill.com is the website. That's GreenMountainGrill.com. And we'll be back to wrap the first hour next. Stick around. Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Craig Rampey. Welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Fireboard 2, Fireboard 2 Drive, Fireboard 2 Pro, and the Fireboard Spark. Monitor up to six different temperatures simultaneously. Connect to Wi-Fi for cloud-based monitoring or connect via Bluetooth. And if you have Alexa or the Google Assistant in your home, you're in luck. Fireboard fully integrated with both. Find out more by visiting fireboard.com. Or call 816-945-2232. That is Fireboard 2, Fireboard 2 Drive, Fireboard 2 Pro, and the brand new Fireboard Spark, which is a single-channel Fireboard and an instant-read beat thermometer. And it's also a clearinghouse to see all of your different Fireboards that you have operating. It's multifaceted. You're going to love it. All right. That was David McDowell telling you some secret trips, uh, tricks, trips, tricks. Don't forget about the new podcast that he has coming out. He's already had 10 episodes in the can from last year, but he's refiring it up. The BBQ podcast. So check that out. And davidleans.com slash bbq for the special deal that he's offering. We are headed to the second hour. A bunch of stuff that's going to be happening there, and it's all going to be great. Don't forget, if you want to see the video feed and have me see your comments, twitch.tv slash bbqcentralshow. Tonight, 
because Facebook and YouTube and my streaming software aren't playing nice tonight, but it's a problem that the streaming software company knows about. We're pointing to the second hour. Stick around. We'll be right back. 